0: I can't wait for you to experience the magic of this beautiful gratitude journal for mothers. You are listening to 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms, and this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Going to counseling has absolutely changed my life. It is an investment that has been so worth making. But as a busy mom, especially when my kids were little, it was hard to get to a counseling appointment. I'd have to find a babysitter, drive to and from, and just carve out a lot of time of my day to make it happen. That's why I'm so thrilled to partner with BetterHelp because it is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and 3 and 30 listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash 3 in 30. you've been listening to 3 and 30 for very long, you may know that routines are not my forte, which is why I am so excited to have Ashley Brown on the podcast today to teach me. Ashley is the founder and owner of Routine and Things, a product-based business equipping women to consistently live their happiest life one routine at a time. Ashley strongly believes routines are a form of wellness and can be a beautiful springboard for improving your home, yourself, and your life. Ashley hosts the Routine and Things podcast, a space to learn and become inspired on all things routine, and she is publishing a book in a few weeks, which is so, so exciting, just in time for holiday gift giving. Ashley says she's on a mission to see as many women as possible live life with ease by starting, maintaining, and enjoying fun and freeing routines, and I know that is something that I want. Before I jump into that conversation with her, I want to tell you about one of my favorite routines that I have started this year. I am a consistent writer in my Flex of Gold journal, and I hope that some of you are as well. These are three-year journals where you get to capture and write down one golden moment that you experience each day, particularly with your children. I would love for you to be capturing little cute things they do or connective conversations you have with your teenagers, funny moments you don't want to forget. But in some really hard days, you may not be able to find a golden moment with your kids. So it's totally okay to capture a golden moment that happened by yourself. Maybe you saw a really beautiful sunrise as you were driving the kids to school that really touched your heart, or you had a great conversation with your sister on the phone. These are the types of moments that you write down in your Flex of Gold journal, and this has become such an enriching routine for me and for thousands of other moms in 2021. I am so excited to announce that I am starting my big Thanksgiving gratitude sale today. The journals are $5 off per journal for one week only, and you can even stack a discount code on top of that. As a listener of the podcast, just use the code LISTENER for an additional 10% off, and I hope that you will stock up on these for all of your family and friends. This is truly the perfect gift for any mother in your life, no matter her age. And you can find it at 3 30 podcastcom slash flexofgold. Don't forget, the sale is one week only and use the code LISTENER for an additional 10% off. And now onto the show. Here's my conversation with Ashley Brown. Ashley, welcome to 3 and 30 I am thrilled to have you here today.
1: Hi, Rachel. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I am someone that struggles with routines. <laughs> big time. I've been called a perpetual. I've heard that term. I took a personality profile that called me that, which just means that I don't see natural breaks in my day. I don't remember to stop and eat. I just kind of get all in on whatever I'm working on and I lose all track of time and priorities. And so routines are difficult for me and yet I'm always wanting them and always working on them. So this episode today is going to be so useful for me. And I know probably for a lot of moms out there who feel like me. And what is your experience with routines? Are they natural for you? Or is it something that you've had to work on in your life to get there?
1: Yeah. It's so interesting. You say that you're not the best with routines. I would have never figured that, but when it comes to me, I definitely am natural just in terms of like having routines a part of my life. I've always been like the organized type. So like the kid with like the planner and the highlighters and all
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes. I've always been that type of person, very organized. And I feel like if I'm not organized, then life doesn't make sense. But I mean, I've gotten a bit more flexible now since being an adult, but still, I need to be organized.
0: Well, you know, I think sometimes people assume I would be type A, but I'm actually really type B. I'm creative. I'm scattered. I'm kind of a mess. But I love my work and I love being organized within my work. But it's often like my home life that is... (laughs) And like home care, that is a real struggle for me. But I had a friend point out to me recently when I said, I just don't have routines. I'm not good at routines. She said, well, you have routines. They're just not the things that you want. I mean, every day, all of us has a routine. Your routine is just to oversleep and get your kids to school late. But (laughs) you have a routine.
1: <laughs> exactly. I always say that too. I'm so glad your friend pointed that out. I'm like, no, you have a routine. It might not be the best routine that's serving you, but you have one. We just need to flip the script and get it on course of what you need for your life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what you want for your life, getting intentional about, okay, I don't want to be late to school every day with my kids. And it's possible for me, even as someone that doesn't do this naturally, it's possible to get some solid routines in place that serve me and my family. And I'm so glad that today you're going to give us some takeaways for how to do that. And why don't we just jump right in with your first takeaway?
1: Yes. So the first takeaway is all about choosing the right routine. So you have to choose the right routine. And when I say the right routine, I don't want you to think that there needs to be like this perfect routine that you're creating or building. Whatever is right for you is right for you. Okay. So whatever routine you choose, that's the right one. But I know just from personal experience, it can be a little bit overwhelming when you're already Stressed or feeling burnt out because that's many times where we will run to routine because Mm -hmm. it can help us. Mm -hmm. But if you're stressed and really overwhelmed, it can be hard sometimes to gain clarity on where you need a routine to support you in your life. And so I like to break this down into five routine buckets or categories Mm. to start with. So I'll just name all five. So the five routine categories are cooking, cleaning, children's self-care and planning. And so when you are thinking about your life, you can think about these five areas in your life. And first I want you to think about what's going well for you. Like what areas do you feel like in your life of these five categories are going well for you right now? And I always say start there because we want to glimpse over what's going well. And then we want to go to what actually sucks in life. But Mm. I think it's really important to start off with the positive. I don't know. I try to like have that positive mindset first.
0: Or at least what's going well-ish.
1: Yes, well-ish. That is perfect, Rachel. Yes, we don't need it to be like what's going perfect in your life. No, what's going well-ish, right? If it's going well-ish, then just skip over that area.
0: Yeah, good enough for now. Let's focus on something else.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so when you think about that, what's going well, you can just kind of move along and then think about what's not going so well. So where do you have the most anxiety consistently in your life? Where are you feeling the most frustrated consistently in your day to day? And I want you to think about in your day to day and what is consistent, like what's consistently causing you to be overwhelmed or annoyed because this is where you can build a routine that will support you. So when you think about those five routine categories, if one stands out, I would say go with that category. If you're struggling, you're still like, okay, well, I have like two that are causing me immense frustration then what I would say is start with the routine category that is the easiest for you to get up and going that you Mm. feel because, right, that'll help create momentum for you.
0: Yeah, that makes so much sense.
1: Yeah, and one thing I wanna point out is once you decide which routine category, which bucket you're going to go with, you want to get more specific with the actual routine that you're going to start within that bucket. So Mm -hmm. for example, if you choose the cleaning routine category, then get specific about which routine you actually need in that category. So that could be a laundry routine. That could be a tidy routine because maybe just things are always all over the place. That Mm -hmm. could be a kitchen routine that you're creating So try to get more specific because it'll help you when you go to actually create the routine, it'll help you to make that simpler.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I know I often, like I'll have this moment where I'm like, my whole life is out of control and I'm going to fix this. And I sit down and I make like a list of a million routines that I want to do in every category. But then I don't choose one because I think I'm waiting for like the perfect plan or a multi-step. Pinterest worthy like checklist that I can do. And so there's intention, but no action, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. You're not. So you're so right to not just brainstorm it, but get specific about which one. And I think sometimes it might surprise you which one stands out to you. I've had this experience. I noticed that every time that I got in my van, it was a visual reminder to me of how chaotic my life felt because it was such a mess. And so every time I got in there, I felt like I'm a failure as a human being. I'm a disaster. I don't have my act together. And I was just tired of feeling that way. And so even though in some ways it might not seem like the most obvious or even the most like important or impactful routine for my life, I started cleaning my van once a week and keeping my van clean and maintaining it and it's amazing what a difference it makes on my spirit and how I think about myself. And in some ways, it's like it's a small contained space. And so it's, it's doable for me to keep it up versus like our home. And it's made a huge difference and made me feel successful so that I can tackle some of the other areas in my life as
1: well. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you share that story. That is so beautiful because I was just in my car this morning and I was like, oh no, we got to like take some of these receipts out of here. (laughs) Like I was cleaning up this morning. Honestly, when you stated that I was thinking about, I always tell women I come in contact with when they're building routines is look at the evidence. You really have to look at the evidence of your life because you will be surprised by which things are going well in your life versus which ones are causing you a lot of stress. And so, like you said, you knew every time you got in your car, it was clear evidence. Like Mm. this is causing me a lot of stress and it's causing me to not think about myself in the best light, even though you're an amazing individual, right. And an amazing mom and wife. So I'm always like, look at the evidence and Just know that feelings can be really strong indicators, but feelings are not always factual either. Sometimes we can feel like certain areas in our life are not going well, even though we do have a routine that actually works versus Mm. ignoring a certain area, like AKA your car. And then it's like, oh, well, that's actually causing me a lot of stress too. But if you don't look at the evidence, you won't be able to really bring that to the forefront of your mind. So yes, I love that story.
0: I want to introduce you to a product that hundreds of thousands of parents are using to help their baby sleep, the Dreamland Baby Weighted Sleep Sack. It started with Tara, a mom just like you and me, who couldn't get her baby to sleep. She was exhausted, frustrated, and in search of answers. Her solution? To create a weighted sleep sack that your baby can safely wear to help them feel calm, fall asleep faster, and stay asleep longer. Genius. The award winning Shark Tank and doctor approved Dream Weighted Sleep Sack features cover calm technology, evenly distributed weight from baby shoulders to toes that naturally reduces stress, allowing your little one to relax and sleep soundly. Parents worldwide are using the Dream Weighted Sleep Sack to help their newborns to age three get the sleep they need. So if you have a baby that's having difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, this is the safe, effective product of your dreams. And the best news, their Black Friday sale is going on right now, so 3 and 30 listeners will get 20% off site-wide by using the code 3in30 at checkout. Go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter the discount code 3in30 at checkout. This podcast is also sponsored by Pros Hair Care and Supplements. There's no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care. A product that works wonders for curls might make straight hair limp and greasy. I personally struggle with oily hair, and I envy the women who can go for days without shampooing. But now that I have my personalized prose routine, I can honestly say that I am starting to fall in love with my hair. Prose makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Prose customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. First, Prose starts by asking about you as a person with their in-depth consultation. Prose asked me some really unexpected things like my zip code so they could consider how much pollution my hair is exposed to, my eating habits so they could consider the type of nourishment my hair is getting. No judgment, just information. Next, Pros analyzed all my answers and determined what unique blend of ingredients should be in every product of my custom routine. Together, Pros got all my hair goals covered. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get fifteen percent off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash three and thirty. That's P R O S E dot com slash three and thirty for your free in-depth hair consultation and fifteen percent off. Yeah. And once you look at the evidence of your life and you kind of decide which one you're going to tackle, what's your second takeaway for how to make this routine sort of stick?
1: Yes. So my second takeaway is you have to then create the routine, right? Once you choose one, and you're only going to choose one routine (laughs) to actually create and start. So you want to make sure that that routine is realistic. So you want to create a realistic routine. I'm going to share with you four things to think about and consider when you are creating your routine. So the first thing is to make sure that your routine is simple. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of moms get tripped up with this. And I'm telling you, I'm one to sometimes get tripped up by this too and want to try to overcomplicate things. Because sometimes when I think something is too simple, I'm like, no, it can't be that simple. It has to be more than this. Mm. So always think about making your routine simple. And I always like to say, A rule of thumb is if you can't recall your routine easily, then it's not simple enough. You want to be able to have just the appropriate amount of steps that you need in order to get from point A to point B in your routine. So you don't need 10 steps in your routine. You don't even need seven steps in your routine. A lot of my routines are like three to five steps because that keeps it simple. And so that's the first thing. Just keep your routine simple and try to stick to that.
0: You know what struck me, Ashley, when you said that about sometimes you think, no, this can't be this simple, is I just finished reading the book Effortless by Greg McEwan. And he talks about how we have this false dichotomy in our brains as humans. We have this false association that anything that is important is hard. And so we do that to ourselves. And we think that if something is easy, then we're not doing it right or it must not be important enough to us. And he says to ask yourself with everything in your life, what if this were easy? How can I make this easy? And I think that that is brilliant to think about with our routines. How can I make my family life run more easily? And how can I make this specific routine easy for me to keep?
1: Exactly. Oh, I love that. Definitely ask yourself that question because the easier, the better. I mean, life is complicated enough. We don't need complicated routines,
0: right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Oh, thank you for sharing that. The second thing to think about in your routine is to make sure you have realistic expectations too. So of course, if you want this to fit your life, we want to make sure that it's realistic to your current lifestyle. I'll share with you just a story about when I tried to have a routine that was not realistic to my lifestyle. And it was when I had my second daughter, I have two daughters, ages two and four. And so like two months after having my second daughter, I was like, okay, I got to get back into it. I'm like that type of mom. Like, no, we got to start the exercise. I got to get back to feeling like myself. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to start this exercise routine. I'm going to try to wake up at 5.30 and go ahead and exercise. hmm you know how that turned out Rachel it didn't know like girl like you're not getting any sleep your child is even though she was a pretty good sleeper it's still like you're tired mama like stop playing so just having realistic expectations is so important when you are creating your routine like don't try to build a routine or create one that is 10 steps ahead of where you are now it has to fit your current lifestyle or it's not going to work for you
0: yeah and it has to fit your season. So yes. what did you end up doing? Did you modify that routine to make it more doable for you? Or did you no, wait? Did you wait? i it? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Waited. laughs> I probably waited for another, it had to be another nine months. Like I got back into exercise a while after having her, mm-hmm. but yes, it was not going to fit. I was pumping. I was breastfeeding. It was just a whole bunch going on at that time and it did not fit my lifestyle. And so I had to just wait, but you can sometimes revamp and try to switch things up if you feel like you do want the routine and it's not as realistic, you can kind of think about what makes it more realistic. So that's a good question you ask, but yeah, yeah, making sure that it's realistic.
0: And also redefining it again, going back to making it easy. What if it counted as exercise to walk around the block? That might be a lot more realistic for a mom with a brand new baby. Not that you have to do even that to be a good mom or a good person, but if you want to be moving your body, like moving your body is what matters, not hardcore workout at five 30 in the morning. So kind of renegotiating with yourself, what counts?
1: Yes. Yes. Renegotiate with yourself for sure. Like even stretching your body is movement that can really release a lot of tension, a Mm. lot of stress. And so Yes, I love that you said that. Redefine it if you need to. Yeah. So that's the second thing to think about when it comes to creating your routine. The third thing is, and this is only if you can for certain routines, but think about making your routines flexible. And when I say this, a lot of people will be like, what? A routine can be flexible because we think about routines as being just rigid and we got to stick to the same thing each time. And although that is part of a routine that you are doing the same sequence of steps repeatedly, you still can be flexible for some routines. I'm going to give an example of this. So I have a morning routine that I do. And a part of my morning routine is movement. Mm. Now, That's a flexible action movement because it can be multiple ways that I move my body in that step versus if I were to just put yoga Hmm. or walking like those are very restrictive steps. Mm -hmm. And so that can add some flexibility if you make your steps more broad or just general, Mm -hmm. it can really help you. And so I want to just put that example out there because we can think that there can't be flexibility. But if you can, this can be really helpful for you, especially because, you know, as moms, our life is changing So constantly, and we can be doing one thing in the morning, in the afternoon, we're doing something completely different. So if you can have routines that can be flexible, that's important. Even when it comes to flexibility, thinking about if you can move the routine around. Mm -hmm. So some people are really hardcore about doing a load of laundry first thing in the morning. But remember that that can be moved around if you need it to be. You don't always have to do in the morning. That routine could be done at night. And so that adds flexibility as well, just in case you do have a change in schedule.
0: Yeah. A word that really resonates with me is rhythms. Having rhythms for your life in some ways for the type B person that I am, that feels better to me than routines because routines does feel strict. It's essentially the same thing but it's just a word that makes me feel like my rhythm is to do this in this order every day, but it doesn't have to be at a certain time unless I want it to be. And it can be sort of flexible and a flow. And so that's been helpful for me.
1: Yes. Rhythm. I've heard that too. I like using rhythm. I like using flow as well. I'm always like, whatever you need to do, if you need to change up the word, change up the word. As long as you have, right. As long as you have it, a part of your life, call it what you want to call it, call it what it feels good for you to call it, because as long as you're doing it, that's the benefit of it, right? And you'll be able to reap the benefit. So I love that you mentioned that. And so that's the third thing. If it can be flexible, make your routine flexible. Mm-hmm. The last thing, and this is really important, so please listen up. Make your routines fun, 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 <laughs> fun, fun, fun. fun. So oh my important. Gosh. So important to make your routine fun. Oh my gosh. We'll forget about this as moms. We have these children. And the next thing you know, we're like, so I don't know. We just start getting, you know, shoulders up to our ears. We're like, because it can be stressful, but it's like adding the fun because we are all motivated by fun. Let's be real. And so Mm -hmm. with that being the case, your routines need to be enjoyable for you. And so I'm not saying that the routine, like the steps will always be fun for you because that's not always the case. But if you can pair your routines with things that do spark joy for you, or that bring about some type of excitement for you, That's really helpful. I know for me, I love to listen to podcasts. So you could definitely turn on this podcast, listen to it, especially if you love Rachel and her interviews, definitely. Mm. Or your podcast, they could listen to yours too. (laughs) Yes, you're so sweet. So podcasts are really helpful for me and just bring me joy. I also love listening to music. Mm -hmm. In my routine, so especially like as I'm doing laundry, I'll turn on some tunes or as me and the girls are cleaning, we'll turn on tunes. Oh, so I love drinking wine. Like as I'm cooking, Mm -hmm. I'll like have a glass of wine. So I love those types of things. They make my routines a lot more joyful for me and just bring me some type of fun to my routine. So please make your routines fun, however you need to. Some other things that you can think about doing is maybe talking to a friend on the phone as you are doing a certain routine, like maybe folding laundry, as well as letting light. That's something that people forget about that can kind of help to boost your mood when you are cleaning or just moving around your home and doing a certain routine. Like actually open up the blinds, raise them all the way up, let in light. That can really be so helpful. And I know for some of us, we'll forget that and just be in the dark home, wondering why we don't have any energy. That's why it's dark in here.
0: (laughs) Yes. I know sometimes I get all the way through the day and I'm like, why did I never open the blinds? It is like a dungeon in here, you know? So, and even that you can even make that into a routine. One of my friends says she has a routine for waking her house up and putting her house to bed. And so in the morning she opens all the blinds. I don't know what all she does. And then at night she closes them. She kind of closes down the house and puts it to bed. And I'm like, oh, that's so smart.
1: Right? Is that not? I know. I do the same thing. I'm I'm with her. Really. Like the blinds, like even my daughters know. Like the blinds just automatically come open.
0: They got to come up. Get that light in.
1: Yes. So those are the four things to think about when it comes to creating a realistic routine. That's that's step two.
0: Okay. Great. And then what's Step three.
1: Step three is to focus on your easy yes. Okay. And this is all about helping to maintain your routine because this mm-hmm. is where many of us get tripped up. We're good at creating or like starting, but the maintaining can be tricky sometimes. And so when I say focus on your easy yes, it's all about really thinking about what makes the routine you just started an easy yes for you. And this is just essentially your why. Why do you have routine a part of your life? Why is this routine important for your life? I know for me, I always think about that my routines help with bringing about intention always bringing forth what I value in life like my family and my me time and having a clean home and also routines really bring about so much more ease in my life and so I'm always thinking about those are my easy yeses for why I have routines a part of my life and so if you can think about this one question you can ask yourself to determine what your easy yes is is how do you want to feel consistently? Right. And so however you answer that question can be your easy yes. And so just holding on to this as you go to continue to do your routine can be helpful. Even in times where you're like sitting down and, you know, the kitchen is a hot mess, you know, before we are about to head up to bed and we're like, oh, shoot, I do not want to clean this kitchen tonight. You can ask yourself if you're feeling resistance in doing that routine. You can say to yourself. Well, what would make this an easy yes for me to do right now? And when I ask myself that question, many times it is the result makes it an easy yes for me that I'm going to wake up to a clean kitchen. Um, I'll sometimes be like, oh, well, let me listen to this talk on Instagram that I wasn't able to listen to the other day. And that'll help to motivate me to get up and move. Mm -hmm. And so you can ask yourself that question if you are feeling resistance. But yeah, just focusing on your easy yes can be super beneficial for you.
0: Yeah, I love that question. What will make this an easy yes right now? Supporting yourself instead of shaming yourself. Like, you're so lazy. Why don't you want to do this? Well, it's just like no, you're a human. Give yourself grace. How can I make this an easier yes to get up and get going? So Ashley, these are super powerful takeaways. I know I'm feeling inspired to add a few more routines or rhythms to my life. And I want you to tell everybody about your book that's coming out, which is so exciting.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes. So the book is The Routine Building Handbook. It is your all-in-one habit builder for increased productivity, inspired work, and lasting success. And what I love about this book so much is it's really a practical resource for women and moms when it comes to building routines. And so if you love like a step-by-step walkthrough, this book is going to be great for you. It has a lot of q and I tell my story about how routines have been very powerful for me, especially in a point in my life where, you know, life got really unmanageable. Mm. I share a lot of stories from women in my community that have used routines to really help benefit their life. And it's really going to guide you through creating routines that are specific to you and your unique needs, which I think is so important. And so it is available for pre-order right now. It doesn't come out until December 7th, but I'm so excited about it because just seeing this in the hands of many women, I know that it's going to make such an impact. And I'm so, I'm so happy. I'm so happy about it.
0: I am so excited for you. Congratulations. That is a huge accomplishment to write a book and you have so many great physical products to help women, to create their routines that people can check out on your website. You have a great Instagram and a podcast, and I will link all of that in the show notes. Ashley, thank you so, so much for coming on three and 30 and giving us your time today.
1: Oh, thank you, Rachel, for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you.
0: Friends. I am feeling inspired. Are you, I am in need of some good routines. I have been working so much lately because of the launch of the self-assured motherhood program. And Things have gotten even more chaotic at home than they already were, so it's time for me to revamp, and now I know how, using Ashley's three takeaways, and let me recap those for you. First, remember that you have to choose the right routine for you at that time. Sounds obvious, but if you feel like your life is in total disarray, you may lack clarity on if anything will help you, or it might feel tempting to try to tackle everything all at once. So to decide on what is the right routine for you right now, think of Ashley's five buckets for routines, cooking, cleaning, children, self-care, and planning, and then just think of one thing that you're going to start within one of those buckets. Ask yourself where you consistently have the most frustration and anxiety day after day. That is the place to start. Once you've identified that area where you want to start, remember our second takeaway. Choose a specific routine that you are going to try that is realistic, flexible, and fun. I loved when Ashley said, if you can't recall your routine easily, then it's not simple enough. So throw away the complex charts that you have to consult in order to stay on track and just decide on something simple. Pair it with something fun that you look forward to doing, such as talking with a friend or listening to a podcast, and that will make it even more likely to stick. Which leads really well into our final takeaway. Focus on your easy yes. Why is it worth it to you to actually follow through on this routine? What is your deeper yes? It's most likely a way that you want to feel consistently, so focus on that when you are feeling resistance to your new routine. I also love the question that Ashley said she asks herself when she doesn't want to do her routines. What would make this an easy yes right now? Again, that goes back to pairing it with something fun for you. I am feeling very ready to build more routines into my life, so an easy yes for me is going to be getting Ashley's new book, which I will link in the show notes. And if you want a daily routine that will build your gratitude as a mother in the coming year, or you want to give it as a gift to someone, don't forget to check out my Flex of Gold journal, which is on sale this week only at 3in30podcast.com slash flexofgold. As we wrap up this episode, I just want to say I'm thankful for you. I'm rooting for you. And I hope you have a beautiful week with your family.